Reading Baseball is a listener-supported service of WSIU Public Radio. Listener support is what makes this webcast possible. The other day, after my wife Anita answered the telephone, she seemed baffled by what she was hearing from the caller on the other end of the line. She finally handed me the phone and said, It's someone claiming to be you. When I said hello, a voice said, Hi, Pete Peterson. This is Pete Peterson. I'd been working all summer and fall on a book about the Hall of Fame Pittsburgh Pirate Willie Stargell and heard from a number of Stargell's old teammates, so I knew that it wasn't a prank call. The person on the phone was Pete Peterson. Actually, the caller was Harding Peterson, a catcher for the Pirates in the late 1950s. Like a good many male Petersons, including yours truly, Harding became Pete as he was growing up. Harding Pete Peterson was an All-American catcher at Rutgers and played in the College World Series. He didn't, however, last that long as a Major League player after breaking his arm in a home plate collision at Wrigley Field in his rookie season. In his brief career with the Pirates, he played in only 64 games, mostly as a pinch hitter and backup catcher. After his playing days were over, Pete Peterson took a job in the Pittsburgh Pirates front office and was general manager when Willie Stargell led the We Are Family Pirates to the World Series Championship in 1979. In 1985, after a string of losing seasons, the Pirates fired Peterson, who then became the Yankees' general manager. A year later, he was fired again, this time by Yankees owner George Steinbrenner. When I told Anita about the checkered baseball career of the Pete Peterson she hadn't married, she shook her head and asked if there had ever been a Pete who was a great ball player. I was about to offer myself as an example, but then I remembered that Anita had watched me play ball. I checked the player index in the latest Baseball Hall of Fame yearbook, but the best I could come up with was Grover Cleveland Alexander, who was called Old Pete. Toward the end of his career, Alexander pitched for the Cardinals and the Cubs and actually saved the 1926 World Series for the Cardinals. When they made a movie about Alexander's life and his struggles with alcoholism, Old Pete was played by Ronald Reagan. There's also that Pete who should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, but he gambled away his chances. Pete Rose is baseball's all-time leader in base hits, but he was banned from baseball for betting on games while he was a manager of the Cincinnati Reds. Both Pete Rose and I were born on April 14th, but that's where the similarity ends. There was another great player named Pete who should have made it to the Hall of Fame. He played center field and was a contemporary of Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle, and Duke Snyder. In his playing days, he was actually regarded as more talented than Mays, Mantle, and Snyder, and some of those who saw him play claimed he was the most talented player in baseball history. His name was Harold Reeser, but he played baseball with such daring and recklessness that he was called Pistol Pete. The problem for Pete Reeser was that he kept running headfirst into unpadded outfield fences and brick walls. He was carried off the field on a stretcher 11 times and suffered so many concussions that he ended up with double vision. He had to quit the game when he started seeing two fly balls coming at him instead of one. When I told Anita about the three great baseball Pete's, she said, well, I don't have a drinking or gambling problem. I do have a bad habit of bumping my head on low-hanging tree limbs while mowing. She thought that maybe the next time I did it, she'd better ask the pistol Pete she did marry how many fingers she was holding up before I started mowing again. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball. 
To support Reading Baseball and WSIU's other online programs, please call 800-745-9748 or pledge online at wsiu.org.